Hey everybody, here we are. Uh, episode 41 of Shug Me and the Mooney. 41. Uh, you know, last episode it was like Blake Crystal. I mean, I'm 40. You know, and now we're here at 41. Now we're like, all right, let's keep we gotta keep we gotta keep rocking and rolling. And uh for today, uh we have me, Mooney, and we have Shug. Shug, how you doing? As always, what's going on, man? Uh we had uh, another week here. Um it's a little rainy out where I'm at right now. Uh, I'm not sure about you, but uh, it's a good day to just record and just vent and just talk about shit and give a you know a little opinion mm-hmm. on things. Um, but today, what we have, we have um, one thing that was kind of trending. It was trending a while ago, a couple years ago, and then it came up again and then again and again. And it's something that I had no idea about. It wasn't something that was part of my whatever, but we're talking about uh, gender reveal parties. Yeah. Okay, so there's traditions. There's traditions, but that's something that I'm not too familiar with. Of course, you know, me and Sugar are single guys and stuff, but even growing up, I didn't have any family members who did reveal parties. So we're going to talk about that. And um, we're also going to talk about... Um, uh, what else we're going to talk about? We're gonna actually have a twofold bachelor segment. Uh, I mean, not twofold bachelor segment, but we're gonna have two different bachelor segments today. We're gonna have our usual update, but also something I stumbled upon because um, I had to. If if you check out our YouTube now, I have all of the episodes of our bachelor updates so if you're a fan of the bachelor now you could go back and kind of recap the episodes i think me and mike did an excellent job basically talking about the events and stuff like that during the episode so if you want to just jump in now that it's pretty close to the end i think it's only like two more episodes left um you could check those out but in me um you know, trying to do like the descriptions and stuff like that. I had to find the dates that the episodes aired and the the episode number and stuff like that. And in finding that, I had to go on Wikipedia because obviously that's the easiest place to find information out on. But then I stumbled upon this page that said the ba- entitled The Bachelor and Race. And it's a whole page with the history of the bachelor with race and i thought it would be interesting to discuss it here because a lot of things we talk about especially well mainly the stuff we talked about this season with um rachel and chris harrison we kind of like touched on the the little bits and pieces that we we um were able to find out about, but it actually had a bigger deep dive on the things that Chris Harrison said while he was talking to Rachel Lindsay and the reason why he had to apologize and step away and and um the reason why there was so much controversy with him. But then we also I also found out like a whole bunch of different stuff in the history of how like we got to this point, especially that you know the show has been on for the, the main show, The Bachelor, has been on for 25 seasons, um, obviously 24 before this one, and all 24 had um, white male leads. And then on the opposite side, The Bachelorette, up until 
only a few years ago with Rachel Lindsay. They never had a non-white um, bachelorette. And when they did have um, contestants on our show or male suitors on those shows, the African-American um, representation of them, they would be eliminated earlier on. So it's a really, a we didn't really, we, we talked about it a lot over the last couple of weeks um, in our bachelor updates, but we didn't really get into like a real, real deep dive into the um, history of race involving that show, its producers and all that shit. So we're going to get into it today. Yeah, so I brought that up, you know, yeah, because uh, Shug, you're very more passionate about it. I'm more into like the, the production because I, I like to hear from you about this. That's why I kind of like gave you the whole, but um, it's another interesting year too that I will give you a little production background to it. So yeah. that's another part. Yeah. So that's going to be episode 41. So we're over the hump of whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, 41, you know. So we're um, we're going to rock and roll tonight. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. So rock and roll. Right. Okay, so in the last few years, uh, many uh, people have been uh, feeling encouraged to speak out more. Um, you've been seeing a lot more changes in um, society uh, through, you know, social media, of course. Um, I know a while ago, I can't remember how long ago, but there was a thing about uh, gender reveal parties. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I guess it was, I think it might've been last summer. And uh, I was like, I didn't reveal parties. I was like, what is this shit? And uh, it's a party you have in your your yard. Um, um, and then you reveal the gender of your unborn baby. Um, and an incident happened um, where someone, I, I remember reading about it. I think it was in the summer of last year where uh, either a man died because of like a, explosion like a firework uh stint that he was going to do and he died so that was all over twitter and it was like ha 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 man died mm -hmm. and all that stuff and then uh this week demi lovato uh was in the news talking about how uh general parties are transphobic and it is it's bringing back things that i heard like you know during uh 2020 so uh me and shug decided to uh you know, during this week, just to talk about it. And uh, we're both single men. Um, well, we're both unmarried men, uh, mm -hmm. no children. Uh, that, you know, we had no children. And um, so, yeah, we know. I, I almost said that. <laughs> but uh, that's comedian to me. That's comedian to me. So, uh, so basically, um, what we say right now, we're just asking questions. We're asking questions like, hey, what about this? What about that? And if people want to watch and listen and argue with us, bring it on because we like followers. Like people actually listening well, to us. You know what? I won't even say argue with us. If, if you listen to us and you want to. Debate. I won't even say that. Like, if you want to educate us, educate us on this stuff because we're not, you know, part of our community, but we're not enemies of um the lgbt or trans community and stuff like that it's just a lot of stuff there that i you know we we don't understand hey. or know fully about yet um and, and 
I can't even relate to someone who had a child who had who had the 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 idea of like oh I want to know and like you know I, we don't even have that either so we're kind of like a third you know you know mm-hmm. we, we're a third of it so like people that are into it and then like they're um that's you know they're like you know we'll, we'll get into but uh we just want to preface it that just yeah because get it out of the way. I mean like to me like me personally like I'm all for like you know, people being able to, like, live in their own skin and, you know, live their truths and, and live life as they, um, you know, as their most comfortable living and that people around them, you know, if they're not comfortable with it or accept it, at least respect it. And that's the stage where I'm at because there's a lot of stuff about, like, the 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 trans community and stuff like that, that I didn't, you know, I probably had like different ideas about five years ago that I didn't have, um, that I didn't have five years ago that I have today because it's just like being educated on it. But um, I kind of have like an issue with what Demi Lovato said, but I'm gonna say my piece and hopefully it's still respectful. But as far as it comes to the initial thing, like the gender reveal parties, so, for a while it's been like all over the internet it's like um especially because you know how it is right with social media and stuff like that that people there's this whole like culture of just um you know like stuff that wasn't around years ago like i don't know if you know about this um and i'm like i'm listen like i'm preface this by saying this if my sister is watching this shit, I am not taking a shot at you. I'm just saying in general, um, because I don't think she goes off the board as much as I've seen other people, um, where they kind of have like a social media, um, a social media account set up for their kid, where they post pictures of their kids, but like like they'll talk and caption it as their children. Like it's going mm. like that far, um. Mm. So that's part of the social media thing, and then these gender reveal parties where you invite like your close friends or your family. Like I know me personally as a family member, if you invited me to a gender reveal party, I'd be like, "What the hell is this? Like, is there gonna be food there? <laughs> <laughs> is there gonna be food flowers and drinks? Like confetti." Yeah, if not, leave me the hell alone. I don't care. Like, let me know what you're having. Like, I'll 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 buy it up in the the baby baby in the baby registry. Um, mm-hmm. and I, yeah. I mean, me. You got yeah. Toys R Us, uh, Kids R Us. If that's still around, it's not. I, I, I brought it up as a uh, to make everyone feel worse. <laughs> um no oh no baby no no babies are us still there because people are having babies like fucking no one they keep having babies but you can't have toys for some reason well, that's, never, um, that's never gonna stop happening <laughs> yeah but um uh, we just i'm gonna let everyone know listening um i never i didn't look up um when like w- the origins of um gender reveal parties uh sure did you did you read about that at all like when the first one because i didn't I hear about know. this until it's, like it's fairly, fucking instagram it's fairly new like i know about baby showers and even those like those were like oh yeah you know baby. a couple you're of having weeks. a baby right you're not 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, but those you're having a baby. Even those were like a couple of weeks like before like the due date mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But like these gender reveals are like, you know, after you get like the sonogram and the the um the doctor gives you what they are, blah 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 blah, and all that shit. But I mean, like for me personally, like when I when my you know I have my f- children, I like I don't I don't want that shit. It seems dumb. It seems excessive. Yeah, man. Like just let me know. Just let me know whether or not to buy pink shit or blue shit. Like yeah, but then hey, all right. So then here we go. Let's get into it. So um, and with the and like the baby shower. Let me know if I gotta iron my damn Burberry shirt. Go on, mate. I'm sorry. I wanted to get that joke in. You you should. Uh, No, but um, you know, like so. All right, you're talking about. You brought up baby, uh, the blue or pink and stuff. Yeah. All right. So you don't have to have colors. Okay, I get it. You don't have to have colors. Um, you can just have it be neutral. And I think we're way past that. Like, you know, we're way past that. And um, it's just weird because, like, what do you expect? You want like grays? This came at this came at me when I was like waking up this morning. I was like, "What is it going to be like the Christmas party from South Park and episode season one, like 20, 25 years ago, with uh, everything happy, 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 everybody's happy." So it's just like gray and very neutral, mm-hmm. monotone. Like, and then you wait until like, they're like, "What? What age is? Uh, what age you want to be, you man? What, oh man, a boy or a girl and stuff like that." I have stories I can tell you. People, you know, they there was a I know someone who had. Kid who's like, I want to dress like a boy. Okay, they didn't give him a you know gender re, re you know didn't change whatever didn't like you know alter it whatever, and now they're uh they're a you know they're a girl like uh, oh well yeah oh that was a phase, because you know that happens like you're given the power who who like you want the whole thing is about power, it's like the Twitter things I'm seeing about this is like. Oh, you're obsessed with, you're obsessed. I don't mean to do the voice. Sorry, that just like happens. But you're obsessed with the baby's genitalia. Mm-hmm. No, no. We're gonna talk about gender reveal party. That is wrong. That that doesn't have to happen. Okay. Um, that that's the first subject. The second subject we're talking about is when are you a boy? When are you a girl? Or when are you the you know whatever you know whatever. And um. You get, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, what what I learned was, what I like, you know, was uh, what I learned was, um, gender reveal. In and itself, mm-hmm. is in, in, inaccurate because gender is not biological. Gender is uh, sociological. It's 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 uh, cultural. So that in itself is it backwards. Like it's like gender. It's not your gender. Because we all know, you know, like we're, 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 you know, I'm forward thinking how many genders are there, you know, like it's however, you know, but um, what I was, we're going to talk about this now, uh, male, female and intersex. There's a thing where you have to decide sometimes like you, when a, a baby's born, like what uh, sex are they? Then that's not gender. It's we have two genitalia. This is, I'm telling you right now, this is a fact. 
this is a thing that we someone might may have to deal with you know like you know um and you know what about that i'm i'm, I'm handing you this heavy load right now well what my partner had like vaguely segue to was this um idea um presented by singer actress um Demi Lovato where she says that gender reveal parties are transphobic gender reveal parties are transphobic and I think the root of her argument here is that the idea that you assign a child a gender at birth in of itself is transphobic um and she uses a part here that I just like I, I mean I understand like anybody everybody's like entitled to their opinions and stuff like that and to me I always like Mike you've heard me say this on plenty of subjects that you know might you know come you know you could come off as ignorant on like what do I say always teachers own like what's for me mm-hmm. ain't for you what's for Demi Lovato what's for Demi Lovato probably ain't for me and what's for me isn't exactly for Demi Lovato um but this parts in here that I should use that it's kind of like all right like if you kind of if you do your homework or if you even use your common sense like it um you know you could kind of like pick holes at it and me, I never, ever, ever, ever come from, like, the religious standpoint on it. Like, me, I'm a Christian. I'm a religious man, but I leave that out of it. I just talk about, like, the science and the biology part of it. But I'm also accepting of the idea of people choosing their gender identity. And, I like, from my standpoint, I don't think that you are choosing somebody's gender identity at birth um for them i think it's just a way for you to be able to sort your child because this is a quote she said on here or this is because this was um part of a social media post Mm -hmm. she said gender reveals are based on the illusion that genitals equal gender and that there are only two options, boy or girl. And I had to do my deep dive because you, two words, genitals, gender. What do they both start with? Yeah. Exactly. And they both stem from the Latin word genus or genus. Uh, I'm not sure the pronunciation. And yeah, it's genus. Which meant kind, sort, or type. So if you've ever seen a baby or infant um naked genre every area from yeah every area from the midsection up and from the genital from the growing down is very very similar but the only thing that's different or the one way you could tell the difference between what that person is is their genitalia if they have a penis or they have a vagina so from a scientific standpoint like your body and your chromosomes and all of that determines your gender now as you grow up 
and you live your life and you have experience and you think to yourself, you know what? I was born male, but I feel more comfortable living my life as a female. And you feel it's appropriate that you live your life as a female and people address you and respect you as a female. That's one thing. But to say, like, you know, like somebody's saying, like, oh, we're having a boy, we're having a girl, like at birth, you know, it's not, to me, it's not like ignorant and it's not transphobic. It's, it's just, I'm having a boy. Now, if that boy grows up and decides, like, he wants to dress like a girl and become a girl, like, that's his life. And then I'm going to have to respect that. And the world is going to have to respect that. And I don't think you reach a point of normalcy when you're trying to, when you're trying to, like, disparage people for their traditions. But I, I mean, like, for Demi Lovato, like, if you get pregnant, if she got pregnant and had a child, and that child, and she doesn't want to give that child a gender, and that child be non-binary until they grow up, and then they could decide for themselves whether they want to be male, female, non-binary, or whatever, whatever, that's you. That's the... That's the environment and that's the tradition you want to raise your child in and your whoever her partner is. That's their decision and that's their family. And me, Mike, whoever, that's not them. They have to respect that. But at the same time, Demi Lovato, if I grow up and I have a child or Mike grows up and he has a child and he wants to and he raises his male genitalia having child as male that's his right the same way if i have a girl and i or i have a female genitalia having baby and i want to raise that child as a girl like you have to respect that too now if those two children grow up and they decide they want to be the opposite or they want to to live a life that doesn't confirm conform to the norms and the personality of those genders that's up to them and that's something we all have to respect because that's their personal choice and that's their personal preference that's my standpoint on it yeah well it's my thing i'm gonna stick with the the science thing about it you know um so they say like your your brain isn't like formed uh, you know like fully formed you know at puberty and then puberty we're talking about with like sex and stuff mm -hmm. and then your brain in like the 20s and you're in your mid early the mid 20s okay so i get the idea of you're putting uh, a heavy load on a child who is going to be who wants to be something mm -hmm. you know we're, we're moving past the gender part because we are we all both agree that it's like all right do what you gotta do but we don't know anything about we're not like for that um i already said that it's a hey it's a sex party not a gender party so because gender is cultural it's a society it's uh you know so uh, i'm already moving past that um but with with, with biological um things happen you know like it, it's not black and white it's not like you know people on twitter like it's like they think it's like this 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 no one can like so i can't i can separate myself i i think i can like and be like 
something's happening. You know, like there, there's other people in the world. But I'm, let me get, let me focus back again because I'm getting a little heated. Um, so like if you're if you're fully formed in your brain, your your chemistry in your head, in the twenty in your twenties. So, are they trying to avoid someone who was assigned boy, who wants to be a girl? Who feels no, not wants to be a but is a girl in 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 their head? Are they trying to avoid the psychological torment of people, the bullying and all that, up until when they're you know eighteen, to be like, okay, now I'm going to live as a woman or a girl, mm-hmm. but you're doing that before person even born, you know. You know what I'm saying, like. It's 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 so complex that like um, because it, it, early in your life there's people that who, who had a happy life and then they decide like you know what actually I feel it this way and then like it changes and when they're in their um, in their twenties but like earlier on during puberty they were hey, full beard you know they had long hair and everything they're like hey I'm a man whatever but then like things happen. So that goes back to the argument of not argument, but just the idea of like, oh, I, I felt like this since birth, you know, I, since I was like four. Oh, I knew I liked whatever, whatever. Um, so now you got to argue like, does things change? Like, does like do, do chemistry change? Um, because biology, like the uh, body, the body changes. Can the mind change too? So are we, um, are we like getting too? far ahead of it where why why can't it just be i'm not like a you know i, I feel like i sound like i'm a freaking uh, jason peterson or whatever some weirdo but like um you're boxing yourself it, do we have to box yourself in mm-hmm. you know like all right what i said was you know it was like male female intersex because there are people that are born with everything uh both genitalia because if genitalia is the whole thing that demi lovato was talking about hey there's people who have both. They're not talked about. No one talks about them. They're assigned at birth. They have both. They have, and then not even genitalia. If you want to get all serious, Demi Lovato. I don't want to get all. What about testosterone? What about what about uh, estrogen? It's very way deeper than a fucking tweet. That's why I get pissed off by these celebrities like acting yeah. all what they're all like scientists and shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, and then, I mean, I'm gonna play devil's advocate for it before you move on. I think the reason biological why, and psychological, biological, psychological, like, is it the same? I don't know. I think the reason why, like, these these celebrities, like, they use their platforms to like address these issues, or um, is because like, perhaps like their fan base is like very heavy in like the LGBT community. Um, whether it be they're actually uh gay or uh trans or bisexual and stuff like that, and she feels the um responsibility to represent for them, but at the same time, it's just like I don't know, like I always like I always liken not shit to like. You know, it, it's like, imagine if, like, the civil rights movement was, like, all right, like, we want equal way, we, we want equal rights, and, like, 
all our like black men want your white wives or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? This is like doesn't that seem like a like a bit too far? Um, I yeah, I had something to say about um, uh, you you might I mean, like, right like, because well, look at it. This the first way. thing you said when I stopped talking, what was it again? The first thing you said when um, what was the first thing again? Because oh no 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 oh, you know what? Um, if you're if you continue. I have a thing to say about. Uh, let me go back to the um, gender reveals because I forgot one thing that I would like yeah, to talk about. But I'll let you, please. Okay, so Demi Lovato, we're talking right now. Um, the idea of the party, the event, the actual event is transphobic. Is that what she's saying? Okay, so what about the wedding tradition, wearing white? Are we just gonna, are we going to keep going with this? How goddamn many people got their asses fucking brutalized? You know, I shouldn't, well, I shouldn't say that, but just I worked at a place where the riots happened, where someone just wanted to get fucking married, and then some asshole is going to be like, "Marriage is fucking stupid," and, and like I fucking almost died for getting married. Mm-hmm. You know, I know this gender reveal thing is not is a is a, a newer thing, I think, but I think it's 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 a generational thing. Uh, I'm not a know-it-all, but I'm just saying that it's, you know it before, you know, all. Like, I just made it up, but it made no sense. But if you're going to, like, it, like a tradition, like we were talking about weddings, that goes back. I know we're doing, everyone who gets married around me and us, it's like a Victorian thing. It's, net, that net wasn't how it was. It was just like a traditional thing that happened over decades. And then now it's like a century and a half now. So are you are you are you like uh I'm uh, again I'm not I'm not for it I'm not I'm not like a you know right winning but you're attacking tradition okay so let's get into this one real quick the guy who died during a general reveal yeah 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 la 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 lol making fun of me what about the people I know who died in a fucking uh, limo crash the whole bridal party and the groom party died in a fucking limo is that a la la thing because a, a wedding is a archaic thing like a gender reveal you know that's pretty fucking heavy to think about but think about it like you know this is like some people like can't you know can't have babies and shit like that like they have a baby they're excited yeah. you know they want to have an event yeah i'm not yeah. That's, that's what i was trying to say i'm just like why are you trying to impose like i don't think that's the way to go about it like to impose your um the same mm-hmm. way you wouldn't want, like, you know, like Mike, you kept on saying, like, you're not trying, you, 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 you might, somebody might interpret what you're saying as like, oh, he's right wing, da, 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 yeah. da, right? Right, right? But yeah. the same way you wouldn't want those people saying like, oh, like, you're not supposed to use this bathroom. Oh, I don't care if you um refer to yourself uh, or you 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 think that you're a female you look like a man to me so i'm gonna use male pronouns like how they did for um the lady um that's in charge of help now for for um the biden administration from uh pennsylvania mm-hmm. um and then the other thing the other subject that we were also going to talk about is uh marjorie green the senator from georgia who's mm-hmm. basically been nothing but like a laughing stock um basically like the court gesture the court gesture since she's um become a senator and it just shows you the wacky state of 
this country where a person like DACA become an actual elected official, official where she's going um, in the hallway that she shares with another senator who actually has a transgender child putting up a sign, a big old sign that says science says there's two genders. And then when I talked to Mike before, um, when we were in preparation for this topic, what did you say, Mike? I said gender is not science. It's, it, it's, it's, you know, yeah, but you're like it's, it's now, a, now they now now. Oh no! Yeah, all right. Now they want science. Yeah. yeah. Now they believe in yeah. science. Yeah. yeah. For the whole for the whole last year, where science was telling you stuff, they they choose to ignore it. But when it's uh used as a when it's used as a tool to further their hate and their yeah. ignorance, now you want to listen to science. And you might and you know what? Listen, fear is fear. Yeah. You probably saying like, sure, you're using science and biology and all that stuff to back up what you're saying like my point is my point is i'm not saying it's from god i'm not saying it's from all like the other thing i'm saying about like the tradition shit right it's like me or mike as a christian person looking at a muslim family and you know they're walking they're walking outside with their with like this man's walking with his daughter and she's like five years old and she's wearing like a hijab and her faces covered and whatever whatever that's like me walking up to our person like why like take that off her head she shouldn't have to wear that da, da, da. like at the end of the day that little girl is comfortable wearing that because that's part of her culture and her tradition and that's why she's dressed like that and i have to respect it the same way that that muslim man would see me walking with my daughter and her face is not covered, he wouldn't come up to me and say, like, you know, her face is supposed to be covered, da 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 da, da. Like, and that's, that's where I'm coming from. I feel like we should all be respectful of each other. Like, Demi Lovato should not be saying, like, gender reveal par- parties are transphobic just because you're having them. Like, if you're a trans person and your family, and, and you grew up in a family that respected you being trans and and let you live your life that's great and that's awesome but at the same and they and let's say when you weren't and the reason for that was because you were born into a family that didn't recognize gender and blah 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 blah. like you shouldn't be um you you shouldn't be um what's the word i'm looking for mike like dissing another family or saying like another family is being transphobic because they're celebrating the the their child being born um a certain I sex. I think it. I'm. Uh, I, uh, hey, my turn. Volley, volley, devil's ab. Uh, my devil's ab. Um, I feel like you know it's like you can do something, and then someone else does it, and it's wrong, and then hey but if somebody else does something hey you said that's wrong then you're wrong like it's very it's like it's 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 crazy like um i knew that uh, last night when we talked about the subject i knew it's, we we're gonna like get into it and um it's just frustrating i wish we had more people who had more you know different you know like wow. like, like like you said about christian like i consider myself christian but only in like um uh, cultural and stuff and things like that like you know if that makes sense like you know like the whole catholic thing was like it's a society society social thing and uh i disagree with things and um it's you know well 
what am I gonna do? Like, I'm not gonna be, I don't know. That's, that, that's another, uh, that's for episode yeah. 87 or something like I'm that. Saying, Jesus Christ. But the, the thing I wanted to say about like Marjorie Green, like her putting up that sign, like yeah. why, why do, why do you care? Like, like why, yeah. like why would you be so ignorant? Like, let that woman and let her child live their lives. It doesn't have nothing to do with you. And that's like the other part about it. It's like, it doesn't have nothing to do with you. And the same thing I want to say with Lemmy Lovato, if people are having gender reveal parties, that don't have shit to do with you. And I don't have shit to do with anybody who's um, trans or gay or bisexual. It's not like they're doing it to be disrespectful towards them. What I will say is, okay, so I'm assuming... Um... Well, everything is government official. It's everything is official. Health care, you assign a gender. I'm going to go back to it. The, the sex is is assigned a sex. Sorry. You know, um, and I'm assuming that she's, you know, she's uh, more left. I'm assuming. Um, and a lot of these parties are like more right and stuff. And it's like, we determine what they are. We determine this. We're gonna have a party. We're gonna have a fucking fireworks show. We're gonna have everything. We're gonna have pink pop up and all that stuff. It, what's what's the goddamn difference? What's the difference between a, a fucking doctor who's like, that's a boy, and like walking away like, it's a girl. Like, what's the difference between like the whole like, spectacle of like, um, hey, get get ready for a segue. Um, what what the spectacle of the whole thing? of um hey you know gender reveal with the fireworks and you have like the thing the pink, the pink or the blue and all that and then you have the more uh sterile we're not gonna we're not gonna decide but the genitalia is male genitalia is female genitalia or you're gonna have fireworks in this or you're gonna have like the you know it's like the you know sometimes some type of people have a party um this is the best segue I can do. We're going to talk about The Bachelor now with the antebellum party <laughs> segue. If we could talk about that, because I think it's, I think we're pushing towards this whole gender reveal being very Southern, because I've never heard of this before until like I've seen like uh, HGTV and like the South. Yeah. So we're going to talk about antebellum <laughs> bachelor uh, correlation, because I think it's very similar yeah. in, in my own self. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a touchy subject. It's um something that not right. everybody is either open minded enough to have a conversation about or too ignorant to have a conversation yeah. about. So, you know, we can't hold it. You know, we can't hold it all to this like you know thirty um, minute hey. segment. So, if you listen to this and you want to have a deeper conversation, you could give us some more ideas so we could revisit the topic. Like we're willing to do that too. And God bless. If you have, if the baby's born healthy, that's all you that's got. All, that's all you need. That's all the thing. Jesus, man, people, people lose babies all the time, and people are getting so crazy. You know, like it's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, I just did a whole uh, fundraiser on it. Sad. Yeah, just be happy that you're having a kid, or just be happy that somebody is having a kid, and celebrate that. But don't say like, "Oh, all right, like." You got to give that kid a gender, but at the same time, don't be like, all right, like you're wrong for, you know, being happy or being celebratory because, right. you know, you're giving this child a gender. Like, you know, it, it, you just got to be respectful. Yeah. I think each, like I said, 
it all boils down to, to each his own. Whatever you're comfortable in doing, like, let it be. And if, like, other people do it and you're not comfortable with it, at least respect it. That's my thing is you don't have to accept, but respect. Okay, since um, this is the 25th season of Bachelor, of course, we've been, uh, Shrek's been watching every episode and a uh, special episode. Uh, it's winding down, but Shrek has something to say about the backstory of the series, which actually is deeper than just the, the 25 seasons. Yeah, so um, as I said in the intro, I stumbled upon this page because um i was looking up like the episode numbers for you know when we post the videos on youtube and it's actually like a full page of the history of the bachelor like the show itself and race um so you know the show started back in 2002 um and obviously an issue we've always talked about. A matter of fact, it's the main reason we started watching this season on about Bachelor to begin with. It was the first time they had a black man as the Bachelor. And I, me personally, like I've been like complaining every time a new Bachelor season starts. And I'm like, I'm never watching this. Yeah, y'all never pick a black guy. Like this show's been on for 15, 20, now 25 years, and they finally have a black man. So um it says according to a 2006 study by splinter 15 59% of black contestants leave the show within the first 2 weeks this is for um the bachelor and across the 31 seasons at that point um of the bachelor and the bachelorette only four of the winners could at least partially claim non-white ancestry. And of the 19 women who won The Bachelor by 2016, they found out all appeared to be white except one Hispanic American and two biracial mm -hmm. Asian and white, two biracial Asian white women. So that's, you know, uh, Asian parent and a white parent mixed uh, person. And using HAPA, I guess this is an official term for people who are mixed with Asian descent. Um, it's a weak effort at diversity. Um, that's what the NPR um, argued. And Mike Fleiss responded to the criticism of their um, lack of diversity, saying, we always want to cast for ethnic diversity. It's just for what that, it's just that for whatever reason, they don't come forward. I wish they would. That's in 2011. He said that. And Sean Ryan, who's also a television producer, he denounced those comments by um Mike Fleiss, saying that the pro the product the, saying that the practice was indicative of racism, and the producers just don't think that America will watch a black bachelor or root for a mixed race marriage and then another uh, yeah go yeah. on mike yeah man so like ever since the goddamn um 2000 or when the show started like like I, you know like at home when it started like i was in like still elementary school uh still elementary school and high school 
and I didn't really want, I didn't see it on TV. Like, and then it happened later on, like when I was like in college and stuff. And I'll see like my mom, or I'll see like my uh, future uh, sister-in-law, like into it, and just like, loving it. And I'm like, this is sick. And I'd be like, one man or one woman, I don't care what what it is, with old, you know, had nothing to do with race. I was just like, ew, you know, like I don't even want my girl, like you know, I, you know. Then you you throw this whole thing into it and. It's something that I didn't even think about. I'm like, all right, some people think this is wrong in, in itself. So, you know, I think about like just like one man with 20 women wrong, and then someone else thinks like, oh, one of them, it, one of the 20 that are on one person is black. They are like, this is a, this is appalling, you know. But like the, everything else is fine and stuff. Like it's straight up racism, man. You know, I I I realized that in episode, season fucking you know five. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, Mike, you can see that. Yeah, I do. Okay, so in a effort to diversify, in season eighteen in twenty fourteen, The Bachelor chose its first non-Caucasian bachelor, who was one Pablo Galavis. Um, who's from, who's of Venezuelan heritage. And that was the person who I just showed you in that picture. Does that person look like a non-white person to you, Mike? Uh, at, at, at face value, I'd be like, I thought it was Rick from, uh, Rick from uh, uh, Westport, Connecticut. Yeah, so basically, so, so think about that, Mike. Like their first effort, <laughs> Their first effort, now this is before even they picked on Rachel Lindsay. So their first effort in their long white line of bachelorettes and bachelors, this was their first effort to apologize. It was like, hey, listen, he's not a white guy. He's a white guy with an accent. How dare you say we don't try to diversify? He can dance. And this white man can dance. Is that what they're saying? I don't know if we could dance. Oh, Jesus Mike. Christ! Don't tell on yourself. Venezuelan. Don't don't tell Fucking on yourself, Mike. Yeah. You know. Mike, you sound like a <laughs> you sound like a like an ex bachelor producer now. Hey, let's not talk about my past. All right. Um. Yeah, man. But like, um, please show continue. Yeah. Um. So it said that he was white passing, and he. Uh, the New York Post wrote that he looks so white that he could easily slip into a Mitt Romney family photo. All right. Uh, hmm. So the next thing I've seen here was that they were thinking of, this is another one I'm going to have to put up on the screen. So they thought of um, starring, um. They, they thought of selecting uh, this uh, woman, um, Kayla Quinn as the first non-white bachelorette there we go okay so that was supposed to be the first non-white bachelorette i would say uh white and asian yeah but again going back to the initial criticism that was said exactly like you know that's not um you know that that's that's not diversity um they ended up picking uh this lady here 
as her replacement. Jojo? Yeah. What about and, Jojo? Yeah, and she is she was the person they actually picked instead of um the, the woman I showed you before. Mm. So again they they went the white the white way. Yeah, uh, dude, I've been saying this shit for like 10 uh, me and my brother that is a distant, you know, voice over here. Um, it's like, it was so weird. It was like, you know, in Disney's, Disney's weird, you know, but like it, now, now finally, like they're like trying to do something, but it's still like, it's not, not I don't know, we, we, you know, but I would like you to continue. The, the glimpses and pieces I've seen at other people's houses who love it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is bizarre. I'm like, this is weird. But then we'll see what happens with this. Uh, I'd like you to continue, please. Bizarre and weird, weird all. Like, expound on it. Oh, that you, oh, good. All right. So let me say, um, I felt it very weird because, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm weird, but I don't like 25 blondes or oh, 20 blondes and like one, whatever. I don't like the whole like uh, dating twenty people at once. Okay. You know, it had nothing to do with who it is. If it's twenty blondes, you know, I'm like, all right, whatever. But I just didn't. I I just don't like the ass. I don't like the um. I don't like the premise of the whole thing. Well, like dating twenty people is like makes it a little ner- weird. All right, then in season thirteen. In 2017, they chose Rachel Lindsay, um, who was the first black lead on either show. And but unfortunately, they experienced a dip in viewers that season. Um, it was down 14.2% from the previous year, making it the least popular season premiere of the show since 2010. And Fleiss, again, the creator, said in response to the ratings drop, how else are you going to explain the fact that she's down in the ratings when black or white, she was an unbelievable bachelorette. It reveals something about our fans. And again, that's something I I said um, either at the beginning of this on the intro, like if if you're um, Mike Fleiss, like you like of course yes the audience really like told on herself obviously with that first season where you kind of like you know broke the trend but you've essentially at that point i think it was like 20 some odd seasons of like each show of each show um already produced and all of it was like tremendously white so you've already built up an expectation as well of a, as well as a standard as the showrunner or the creator or the main producer or whatever capacity um, Mike Fleiss worked in, like he basically established the the idea of what a bachelor should look like, what the winner of the bachelor should look like, what a bachelorette should look like, and what the winner of the bachelorette should look like. Um, and obviously, they've done that so far with The Bachelor, where all the winners are white. All of the bachelors up until Matt have been white. And then with The Bachelorette, they had 
two all white they've had all white bachelorettes along with two women who were black and one who was uh black and latino but at the same time the winners of those seasons were still white so you've already gained this expectation that at the end of it all like you know the people out of left when the final rose is given out are going to be white so it's 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 astounding to me that he he's like surprised at the environment or at least the expectation that he's created yeah um i've read the same thing about like the expectation like this season is um oh like, like it's shocking that the amount of people are watching it for this reason or you know the amount of people watching it and um yeah, so I was caught off guard with that. With um, I think uh, you, know, you you caught it on the right tone. Like you knew when we started this whole thing um, that uh, it would you know it would be something. Yeah, and then this brings up brings us up to the most recent season with Matt, and I've already said my um piece. Check it out on the video or last week's episode. Um, or the last few episodes where I talked about, you know, mass like blackness. Um, just to say this, like, just to, to 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 clarify what I was trying to say about Matt. There's nothing wrong with Matt. Again, I'm not saying that I'm any more black than he is, or that he's like a Uncle Tom or a sellout or some kind of shit like that. My point is just being that, like, Matt. If he was like the second or the third bachelor like it will be fine because not every black guy is going to be like not not every guy in general is like the coolest most charming dude to begin with but it would have just been a lot more comforting for me if like the first black bachelor was like a little bit more like guys that I know you know what I'm saying being a black man whereas like Matt, he was kind of like the kind of black guy like I, w- I wouldn't hang out with because I'd be like, all right, this dude is like kind of corny. Um, and I said, I, I felt like they kind of use, you know, this is something that didn't show up on his page. This is just my observation and I'm just expanding on it. And I just feel like if he was like the third bachelor, like the, ter- the third black bachelor, like I'd be like, all right, like, you know, this dude's kind of corny, but let's see where this goes. Whereas like, I'm kind of like, for the last couple of weeks, I've kind of been like hate watching it. I'm like, all right, like, now I'm kind of like already invested in this, but I'm like, I feel like as a black man, I feel like they kind of pulled in that audience that they didn't have before. But at the same time, they're trying to like appease the same audience that um, where he's talking about like, oh, like it reveals a lot about our audience, you know what I'm saying? But you're still like catering to them because, you know, this, this guy, um, He's, he's like the safe black dude. And I, I don't think that's fair like to us. And I don't think it's fair to like Matt. I'm like, at the same time, that's probably why Matt had to answer those stupid ass questions about who he chose. Like if he chose um, one race over another race, like if it was just a regular brother, like he was, he was going to have that type of conversation. Cause at the end of the day, like he's just, he's, he's going to pick who he's going to pick. But that was that was that when it comes to this season. But I am actually happy 
for him and I'm happy that they finally broke this this trend but the thing about that now is what happens down the road like are you gonna have you know another like three or four your next three or four bachelors be white um and you never get another black bachelor or are you gonna say like okay um not only is you know going forward like we're gonna have like a more diverse um pool of bachelor leads but you know we could have an asian american we could have a, a like a dark-skinned latino and not you know like a white guy with an accent like um what's his name juan paul juan palabo galavis you know he probably sounds the only way you could tell he's hispanic is probably when he says his name out loud um there's a few other things there's a few other things Mike. um no i mean if you want to go with it with um well you're gonna have like that it's only is you're gonna have a one season be you know this one season be that or you're gonna have one season with you know it's one person so it's like yeah like um a little um i like like because I actually worked in casting, just full, full, you know. So, how would you want? Like, how? What is the perfect casting thing? Just have a, a generic thing, like, uh, like how would like? Because they always uh, judge on you're saying like on how they look and who they are and white and stuff. And I'm just wondering how it's going to look uh, based on the 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 response, especially from like people like us how next season is going to look like is it going to be it will look so weird because if it's a drastic change i think they're like kind of like being like like uh all right we'll gradually do it but the same thing they did with the 60s with like the women and they will gradually do it i don't think it's going to be you know it's 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 all the same and this was like a little like hey we're going to do this to you hey then next year yeah it's gonna be a gradual thing and uh, that's my, I, you know, we say the devil's ad thing, but I'm just saying my realist thing is that it's going to be very gradual. Well, because you know, I 20 years ago, you know, well, a long time, a long time. It looks well, weird. I watched the episodes from the episode season. I watched season one. It looked weird. I was like, well, yours is from the fucking 70s. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, it didn't seem like 2002. Well, you know? I think the way you changed that, and what might seem drastic to the to you know i guess you could say the ignorant segment of the bachelor audience because i don't think it's everybody because clearly like people are watching um they watched that season with rachel they watched the end of the season here with tasia and then you know there's people watching this season so yeah, they've lost people, but there's still like a good bit of people that still like The Bachelor and you know, um, still support it. But my thing is the thing that you help in changing, you know, the casting of the leads, the casting of the contestants is like the one thing I've gotten from or I've, I've in my, you know, research and 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 stuff like that from this topic. And what I've heard or seen in quotes from a lot of the black people involved, contestants, leads, um, people on Bachelor Paradise, is that behind the camera, 
it's a lot of white faces and it's not a diverse group behind the camera. So of course, those people are always thinking of the core audience in their mind and what they think of America. Um, and that is, you know, America wants to see white people. They want to see a white man. They want to see a white woman, blah, blah, blah. blah. They, they try to make it as white as can be. And I think that's where it changes. You got to get the black producers and black showrunners and, um, black casting, um, casting directors and stuff like that. Like, I think that's where you could start. Um, but there's notable incidents of racism in Rachel's season. One of the men said, I'm ready to go black and I'm never going to go back when introducing themselves, you know, when they pull up at the beginning. And then another one called her a girl from the hood. Um, wow. Um, the show also promoted a battle with contestants Lee Garrett, who was white, and then Kenny Lane, who was black. And actually, I don't know if you're familiar with him, Michael, because he's actually a wrestler, professional wrestler. Um, he was a contestant on the second season of WWF Tough Enough. And he was known for his time in total nonstop action wrestling. His What's ring that? name is Kenny King. Oh, Kenny King. Oh, he's actually a big deal right now. Oh, maybe he's married to a he's married. He's married now. Kenny King yeah, he's a big deal. Sort of. So he, he was on that season of The Bachelor and he was framed by Garrett, who is white, like I said, as aggressive. And then according to the Atlantic Garrett played the victim and accused others of playing the race card. So that's that lets you know um, about him. And then he still gets he still gets racist stuff. I bet I can't. Can he still gets racist stuff on him? It's on Instagram, like right now, probably. He gets uh, he gets he gets stuff. So it's I guess it's kind of yeah. But from so, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is, but. Um, on this show, here this part, before Garrett was eliminated, fans discovered a tweet in which he said, what's the difference between the NAACP and the KKK? Wait for oh, it. Oh, yeah, I, I heard. Wait for it. One has the sense of shame to cover their racist ass faces. And then yeah, and then this part I read is like extremely disturbing to me because you know both of us we don't watch it. So he in the mental all uh, the mental all segment on the show. Um, I assume that's the same thing like the women tell all that we're gonna watch on Monday. He said he admitted that the tweet was racist and he he denounced it, and he received an applause from the audience. Yes. And then the network, <laughs> and then the network claimed that they were not aware of his tweets when they casted him. All right, okay. So I'm gonna say a little something real quick. Okay, so I worked in casting for about four years, and uh, I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna, I, there's no bur uh, bridges to burn anymore, but they were the meanest, most racist people I've met in my fucking life. They'd be like, "Oh, was he a hillbilly? Oh, was he black?" But I, you know, it was just they were so 
uh, stereotypical. It was like, hey, so look at someone. What do you, if you look, if you see someone, like, uh, what do you think about them at, you know, it was the most racist thing. And then one time I went to the uh, coffee room early on, like in, like in the first like couple months. And I was like, right, I don't know, I, I gotta get some more coffee. And there was a goddamn fucking RNC thing. And I was like, oh, money. Yeah, they're all assholes and shit. They're all fucking turning us against each other. I totally agree. I think, I think Bachelor is a, they're doing it on purpose and stuff. And I think they're using this now. And then next season, I think they'll entice people to get mad because they'll, they'll hire, uh, as a white guy and not or a non-black person. Yeah, they'll go back to the you, you know, know they'll go back to the status yeah, quo and they'll just be like, oh, you know, well, we did it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, but then another incident on The Bachelor this last season, actually the previous season before this one, um, this current one that we're watching. Um, there was a mm-hmm. young lady named Victoria Fuller who came in third place. And while the show was airing, fans had discovered a photo of her modeling a White Lives Matter, um, White Lives Matter cap. And she claims it was part of a campaign for Marlin Lives Matter, which is an organization to stop the overfishing of white and blue Marlins. And the organization used White Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter in its promotional attire and then another model in a photo shoot was um displaying the confederate battle flag with a fish in place of the stars um so even before i go on and and, and talk further about that mike um it, it's self-evident that this um marlin's lives matter is like a racist um organization Am I wrong in in assuming that? I never heard of battle battle rebel flag. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, totally. If you went to the trouble of doing this whole thing, yeah, and then you get caught, and you're like, okay, oh, I'm sorry. And the, no. the fact that you would yes. use the slogan, like even if you're talking about white Marlins and blue Marlins, the fact that you would use yeah, it's insensitive. It's you, insensitive. You you'd so. use the the term, the phrase white lives matter and blue lives matter, knowing you know the connotation from it like like you, absolutely yeah you, yeah you you can't play that down all life matters yeah, yeah. It, it's it's yes totally yes yeah. and then um she was supposed to be she took a picture with the um the star and it was supposed to appear on the cover of cosmopolitan i guess it was part of the show um, they took, they did like a photo shoot together and Cosmopolitan was supposed to use those photos and the editor in chief of Cosmopolitan, Jessica Pels said that they wouldn't print the cover because the nature of the organization is neither here nor there. The phrase white lives matter is rooted in racism and therefore problematic unequivocally the white lives matter movement does not reflect the value, the values of the Cosmo brand. So I put a kibosh on that. Yeah. I mean, like if, if you get perturbed about people trying to have, you know, their own like rights and stuff, that that's an issue. Like you're, there's a reason why someone is looking to get their more right, you know, more rights, you know, uh, is, is then, that the reason that, like you're, you're pushing, you're pushing on someone, you know? 
And it's it's better now. I'll give you yeah. Yeah, and then Hannah Brown, who was the Bachelorette in season fifteen in twenty nineteen. Um, this was a famous thing too because she got on Instagram Live and she was singing lyrics to the baby's song Rockstar. And she hesitated she hesitated reaching a line that used the N-word, but then she sang it anyways. Mm and then she some someone one of one of the people commenting on her live um on her instagram live commented on her use of the word and like admonished her and then she apologized but at the same time she was she was laughing and like doubting if she really said it you know like did i say it like ha 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 like you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. In the days following the incident, she was criticized from fans and the other Bachelor contestants for not holding herself account- accountable and giving a sincere apology. Um, she then made more serious and sincere apologies on her Instagram. And then she started working with an ethnic studies professor to take an intense um deep dive into the understanding of the things she did not know and having these really uncomfortable conversations um and then she also became like really upset because people were coming to her defense like saying you know she shouldn't have to apologize you know blah 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 but she took it upon herself to put her foot down and say it is so important for me it's so important to me to tell y'all that there is no defending what I said. And she also like Rachel um, this year received criticism for an old Instagram photo that had her in a antebellum dress on a plantation. And then she deleted that photo when she was criticized. All right. I'm very conflicted because I feel like, I feel I know more than you. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, you're not supposed to do this, you're not supposed to do that. But then like these people, you know, I I feel weird. Like I um I'm now I'm telling them as a white person, you should know this, you should know that. You know? Um as a I don't know, you learn you learn by life experiences. And not everyone has life experiences. They live it on the fucking computer and now it's on the phone. And I'm gonna be that guy type of guy right now. I'm like, I don't know, like, I, like how else, how else are you gonna tell someone not, not to be a piece of shit like that? You don't, mm-hmm. you don't see that? I've had so many experiences where people will like put me against a wall and stuff like that. And, I, uh, and I'm like, hey, things, things like that. And then someone calling, you know, I know damn well, um, that all she knows it of this of the word and everything like that. It's just from music and stuff, and it pisses me off that like you know I have to fucking apologize for this piece of shit right now. But I don't mean to. You know, I don't want to. So this brings us to this season, um, with Rachel and Chris Harrison and the things that happened. So the initial thing that happened we've covered it in the recaps but now i actually did a deep deep dive and um found out what like the thing what everything was the the whole thing was about um so on this season 
fans had discovered photos of Rachel, as you know, in Old South, antebellum, you know, whatever have you thing. Um, and it was actually a ball that was hosted by the Kappa Alpha Order. And that's a fraternity that has ties to the Ku Klux Klan. And it claims that Robert E. Lee is a spiritual founder. So that's problematic in of itself. Um, this was at Georgia State and Georgia College and State University. Um, the Old South Ball is the event and it celebrates the antebellum South and members of the fraternity dress in Confederate uniforms while women dress as Southern Bells. Um, their national offices, the, the KA's national offices actually banned Old South balls and functions of similar names and themes nationwide in 2016. So this was two years prior to Rachel going to that school and the event that she was at actually took place two years after the, the national office of this fraternity banned having those parties. So it's, it's like a whole like thing. Um, and then Rachel decided to have um, Chris Harrison on Extra, you know, Extra, the, the TV show. Um, and she asked him what he thought of the allegations against um, Rachel. And Rachel hadn't said anything or put out a statement or anything like that yet. And Harrison still defended her nonetheless by saying this, you know, these, this is the conversation here. Uh, Harrison said, I saw the picture of her at a sorority party five years ago and that's it. Like, boom, like, okay, this girl is in this book now and now she's in this group. And I'm like, really? And Rachel Lindsay in response said, well, this picture is from 2018 at an old South antebellum party. It's not a look, that's not a good look. And Harrison said, well, Rachel is, well, Rachel speaking to Rachel Lindsay, is it a good look in 2018 or is it not a good look in 2021? Because there's a big difference. And Rachel Lindsay responded to that saying, it's not a good look ever because she's celebrating the old South. If I speaking as she's speaking as a black woman said, if I went to that party, what would I represent at that party? To which Harrison gave a 13 minute response. And he said that the bachelor, the franchise wasn't responsible for making a, a statement before um, Rachel from this season did. And he claimed that he wasn't defending her. And he argued, this is the part that we did talk about, that he said she should be granted understanding, grace, compassion, yada, yada, yada. And then um, he criticized people for making a judgment before she spoke about it. And here's a different thing. It ain't really so much. Here's, here's the thing where people talk about, like, it's not really what you say, but how you say it, that's important. Because in that conversation, he referred to Rachel, this grown-ass woman at this point, this adult woman, as a girl seven times and only referred to her as a woman twice. 
And he said 50 million people went to Old South parties in 2018. Um, and he argued that she was only having fun. And this is the last quote from him. My guess, these girls got dressed and went to a party and had a great time. They were 18 years old. Does that make it okay? I don't know, Rachel. I guess speaking to Rachel Lindsay, you tell me. And then Rachel, right. Rachel Lindsay said his oh, yeah. privilege was on display um, to on the podcast, on the ringer. And this is her full statement. And then we, we, we'll talk about it, Mike. Um, the things that were boiling to me the most were the compassion and the grace space that Chris Harrison wanted to give give Rachel, but couldn't give it to this Rachel right here, speaking of herself, in this in, in the interview. Couldn't give it to the people who were offended by the things she said. Where was the compassion for them? The other thing that really got to me was when he said, who are you? Who is Rachel Lindsay? Who is Chris Harrison? Who are we? I mean, who the hell are you? Do you understand how problematic that is? Who is Rachel Lindsay? Rachel Lindsay is a black woman, the very person that is affected by this Rachel Kurt Connell. I'm not saying he can't be apologetic. I'm not saying he can't learn and be better from it, but you'll have to give me some space and you'll have to give me some compassion and some grace to take the time to really reason and accept that. Mike? Okay. Yeah, so can I give an example of, from my own personal experience, well, this is the whole show. Um, so like the St. Patrick's Day um, parade, gays were not allowed to walk into the, you know, and it was like a tradition, like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. But we all knew gay people that were walking in there and stuff. And that that, that popped in my mind when, um, I don't know, when everyone was, you were talking about tradition. Now it's different. Well, it was different, but um, the whole thing with the plant, you know, goddamn the Southern, you know, the, the tradition of it is not better than you. Like the tradition is beneath you. You make your own tradition. That's the whole thing. I was like, you change it. Um, and then with the, the New Orleans and stuff, there's like crazy stuff happens in New Orleans and um you can't just rely on oh this uh, you know this is just the uh, the way it is the way it's been you know and that's the whole point of uh, what we've been talking about the whole freaking episode. Yeah. Let me say that real quick and then did that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah, because you know, for one, like you know, this is a first of all the fraternities like main governing body already distanced themselves from it and this fraternity and i don't know if she was part of a sorority perhaps or this group of people that she was with they ignored the fact that the national office like the governing body of this thing said like no you're not supposed to have this then two years after the fact they still have this event and they do it and you know, it, 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 again, it's like all of these people, like it's weird to me because, you know, I was 18 and went to college in 2008 to 2012, right? So mm -hmm. it's unfathomable to me that people who were born 
in the late 90s, early 2000s now are in college and have this obsession, this obsession with like racist, the racist history of this country. And not even like the, the, like, the obsession with like the bad part, like it's not even like a good like obsession with like abolitionists or obsession with like union soldiers. Like you're obsessed with like the loser ass confederacy. Like you're <laughs> you're obsessed with a country that only lasted for four years. Like think of how fucking like like t- like how sad that is. And for Rachel to be. Or uh, Rachel Kurt Connell, not Rachel Lindsay, obviously. For Rachel Kurt Connell to be as old as she is and go through life and not um you know, I said it last week or or the week before where I'm like, you know, she, if she was genuine in this and actually like jumped in front of this beforehand, you know, you could basically at least um be a little bit more understanding towards her, but it literally had to take somebody outing her for for her to come forward with this. Not even just come forward. She didn't come forward. It just came out, and it's just like, that's you in this picture, so you can't deny it. And it's so sad. Yeah, it's like, you know... Go ahead, Mike. I agree. No, 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 I agree. Like, it's like, what are you going to say? Oh, you know, you're wrong here like this? You need, maybe you need one experience where you fucking find out. But nowadays... You find out with, then you get more angry now. Mm-hmm. Then you deal with more nuts, and then you deal with the uh, the nuts that are like threatening us. As uh, no offense, me and you are, you know, we're, we're together. Like, I'm telling you, man, this, this is insane. Like, it's gonna be it, the, the Bachelor is a is a uh, symbolic of what's going on in the world. I mean, it's it's interesting that you said that, like that. You know, maybe she needs like a learning experience because you know, just like you said that, it brought up a memory to me. Um, the real world, um, one of its like last few seasons, like they were in Las Vegas, and they actually had this girl on there, this white girl, and she was from like the South, and she would always say like a bunch of like racist, ignorant shit, but it would always. Like, I'll be honest with you, Mike. Like, it always comes from this place of, like, oh, like, I didn't know, blah, 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 blah. Da, da, yeah. Da, da. Like, this I is totally how I agree, raised. Man. But then okay. they went, let me just I finish the it, story. Yeah. They went and yeah, they, they, every time she would bring up something and it would sound ignorant, you would kind of like brush it off and it would be ignorant, blah, 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 blah. And this particular season, it had a black girl. Two of the cast members were a black girl and a black guy. And um it actually was a young lady with um a Hispanic, um, like a, a Hispanic background. And she like she was on the phone, the girl with the Hispanic background, she was on the phone, and I guess the phone was in the same room as where they have like their their um their Skype um video screen whatever whatever so the 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 white girl from the south that was saying all this ignorant shit she's talking to one of her friends and then her friend on the video screen said something racist about the black girl and 
the the girl I was on the phone like called her out on it. She was like, "Wow, like that's really racist. Like that's that's fucked up. Like you should check your friend." And she was like, "You know, the girl was like, whatever. Like it's not that serious." Blah 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 blah. And then she went out in the hallway, and like I said, Mike, like for the whole season, they kind of the the girl's been kind of like brushing the shit off. Like all right, like you know what, like, it ain't worth it, because you know how it is on the real world, they don't even care that you're racist, they'll yeah. just be, like, you're dealing, you're, you're beating up somebody for being racist, once you hit somebody, you're gone, or once you, you know, mm. physical altercation, physical, you're gone. Yeah. Physical contact, yeah. Yeah. As soon as she walks out, the girl had had enough, and this girl started beating the shit out of her, started molly whopping her, and it was one of my favorite moments, if not my favorite moment in all the years, I've watched the real world. So now that uh, I, I thought of what you just said, and I'm just like, imagine if like this had came out later on and some, you know, somebody that's offensive. I mean, somebody who was offended by the things she said and did came out and whooped her ass. And that was how she was to learn that what she did was wrong. Like, is, is it like, is that what, what she wanted? Like that could have been the negative. I think like what happened here yeah. and being out is probably like the Jeez. least, the least harmful thing that could have happened. But you you were saying you, right you before really, I went on. Man, you really touched me right now because uh, last night, or no, uh, two nights ago I was watching uh, or four minutes before Seinfeld. Yeah, you, know, you know I watched it and it was uh, just like the most like local news and stuff and it was just like people doing you know crazy stuff on public transportation and stuff and it made me sad and i was just like oh man i was like why are you showing you're showing me this stuff but like i know this person is like um they they know they are now your life your life is over if they had the opportunity opportunity is the word right opportunity just to like um damn just to know like known things earlier before it's like the final straw you know um because i was saying saying about this before um just the whole thing uh, the idea of uh one chance type thing where like uh like right now if i had an or if we were live right now if i did i did something crazy i would become the you know the new york post crazy you know crazy guy and um I just feel um, I don't know. It's, it's such a, a, a weird time. It's a weird time, but that that that's what I'm saying. But The Bachelor is very production is very uh, you know stylized and stuff, and uh, they have the opportunity to say one thing and then be like, "You want you want us to you want us to delete it? No, keep that." And then are they want to you know? Then afterward, and they want to be on Instagram, and then they show who they truly are, no matter what. Even the, you're you're on the show before it even airs, you know. Like one person, random person, like in the street, and like can say something fucking stupid. But these people were already went to the whole thing, so uh, I have no, I have no. So you're quote offensive man. So you're saying, so you're saying, like on a, so you're saying, like on a. Because I just want to summarize what you're saying. I want to make sure I'm getting it right. That you're saying, like, on The Bachelor, it's easy to edit out the parts you don't want 
or the dis the 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 less tasteful parts, but in real life you can't edit that shit out. Yeah, but prior to that, before you get on, uh, you know, bachelor, you, you know, shit happens, and it's like, you know, then that's it. Like what I was saying, then you go on the bachelor, and then they might like smooth it out for you, or, and then you, and then you can like you know get um, your your upbringing up until then. You know what I'm saying? Like this is like the filter, and then you're on a show. You filled out all the paper forms, and you, you're on the show. So, um, you, hey, I'm gonna be on TV and stuff. You're showing yourself, and then you're off on the second part of it, and you keep going with it. And it's like it's like the ego, you know, the super ego type deal. And um, so I have no I have no sympathy for anyone on TV or uh, post. TV, you know, I have those sympathy for that. And then the weird, you know, the weird random shit that happens, like Jesus Christ, like I'm nervous about like uh, being on TV for that. I'm just the whole thing is TV because you're gonna be on TV on the same night. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm pissed off about TV. I don't like TV. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah, and then like you got Chris Harrison like defending her. That's another like issue where it is it's like the older like generation of like ignorant ass people, like whether they um mean to or not, like you're furthering and I think that's what he said in his his apology too, that he was furthering um the continuation of like racism because all you're doing is be once you start making excuses for this generation after you for being racist, it just gives them the opportunity and license to go forward with it. And that's why like every time these things happen and they always do this, like, you know, with the, 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 the boys, it's like boys will be boys. And then with like Rachel, it's like girls will be girls will be girls. I always be like, all right. So if that's the case, you're going to be like, Oh, all right. They was young. They didn't know any better. All right. Let's look at the parents. Like, why did you raise your kids to be that way? How did it get so far that this, how how did you let it go so far that your daughter in 2018 is doing, is celebrating like a country, I mean, celebrating a lifestyle that only lasted for four years and was steeped in racism and white supremacy? You know, like, we, like where, where, where did you fail her? Like, I started looking at the parents and... You know, which brings me to the next topic. So stay tuned. Bachelor update. We got the hometown episodes. Um, the hometown episode. But since obviously this year is um, you know, they filmed this through a pandemic, they had to do it differently instead of going to the contestants or the finalists at this point. Um, hometown, they actually brought them to the resort where they were staying in um Pennsylvania. So he visited, I guess they got had them in different like bungalows. And he visited um each of the parents. He got um Rachel of course, uh Michelle, Serena P and Bree. They're the final four. So he got to meet all of the um all of their parents. So he started off with Michelle's family. Well, actually, they started off with a date 
they had dates and then he met the families of the the different girls. Um, Michelle was first and her first date was actually a Q&A session with her um her her class um her children and her class that she teaches. Uh actually actually I swear on the episode where she first came and she had a date with um she had a date with uh uh Matt that I said that her class was like predominantly black because they talked about George Floyd. Um I don't know, maybe I misheard that. Maybe she just said that she had to discuss she had to discuss George Floyd with her class and um because her class was like all like white kids. Um and her dad, <laughs> this was like a side note, her dad had like a real like old Negro name. His name was Ephraim. Uh, you know, that was like a real old school, like black man name. So I thought that was like a little, little funny to me. Wait a minute. Uh, educate me. I, what name? I don't Ephraim. know about that. Ephraim. 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 Is that, that's a thing? That's his name. There are many people under the age of like 60 that have that name. So it was interesting to me. Um, and then she started like hooping. So, so like they had the little Q&A and like um, her dad seemed like really, really cool. And her mom was, was really nice as well. Her mom was like a white lady. Like I said, all of them now that are left are like um, biracial, except Rachel. Get to that later. Um but at the end of there, like, you know, him meeting a family, they went outside and played, like, um, two-on-two basketball. But it was funny as hell to me because, like, Michelle's mom was probably, like, the best hooper in the whole family, like, in our whole scene because she was actually, like, like bossing out and playing mad defense and, like, um, like, she was shooting, she was making baskets and shit. And, like, she was, like, this regular-ass, like, middle-aged, like, white woman. That shit was just, like, tripping me out. So I thought that was, like, really cool. Um, her dad did say that she had bad relationships in the past. So, um, you know, he, he was, like, very concerned if, like, you know, she didn't get picked, like, it would, like, drag her down into, like, um, you know, a tough space. And, you know, he, but he did say, like, you know, he'd be there for her and, you know, um, she had a really like nice family, so I, I like that. And then um, Rachel took Matt skydiving for their date. Boy, if that was my, if that was me, like I'm afraid of heights. So I would have sent her ass home right then and there. I would have been like, hell no. Soon as time, soon as I saw the the plane and the parachutes and all that shit, I would have been like, nope, not happening. <laughs> Yeah, 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 this journey, our journey must end here. Like, you're not, you're not the one. That's funny because I, I thought for episode uh, fifty we would jump off and do the whole episode in the air. <laughs> you, you were mistaken, sir. Might <laughs> do it. Hey, 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 hey. Like, uh, all right. And now we're um. So here's the parents who I was most interested in seeing in light of. Uh, the events we discussed um, just now and in the past couple of weeks, Rachel's parents. So 
her dad, like he, I don't know, he might be one of them. Um, like he didn't seem like he was like white. He looked like he was like native. Like he was like kind of like dark skin, but you know he could he he you know, those people were still kind of like um identify as like white. No, they do at the polls. Um, but he her her dad was skeptical about um them falling for each other in such a short window um in which like the show is shot um which you know is is is, is a fair um that's that's a fair um thing to be skeptical about so i won't blame him in that regard but at the same time it's like wasn't these show wasn't was this show not explained to these people i can understand if like this was like the first season of the bachelor but like you've seen the bachelor before like obviously you know like you know the process and da, 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 and all this is all shit that rachel like signed up for um and i can't lie to you even if the stuff off the screen didn't surface before i saw her parents um i still suspect that each of them owns a red hat if you catch them adrift. And I guess like Bree's date, um, like the date, the theme for Bree's date was like a Jeep commercial because all they did was just like drive off road on in a, in a Jeep, like Rubicon, um, which is a fine car. One of my friends has one of them. My family drives a Jeep, albeit a Cherokee, one of the old school Cherokees. Bree's friend was fine to me. Just got a dot note in. She was a hottie. Um, and her mom is thick. Like, she had, she had a wagon on her. I was pleasantly surprised. Huh. And we actually got really to meet, um, we actually got to meet um, Bree's uh, little sister because she, she had a brand new baby sister. So that was, that was cool as hell to see. And Bree having friends is a good th- a good thing. Like, hear me out. Because I always say women without friends are red flags. Like, I know this one girl in, like, college. Like, she had no female friends. Um, She only had one friend. And the reason why she had no friends was because she, like, fucked all their mans. And she still ended up fucking her best friend's man. So, yeah, women without friends, big ass red flag. A dude without friends is just a fucking weirdo. Like, and that's, that's to each his own. Seinfeld. Seinfeld said that with a, a woman with no friends. That was in 1991. And then he met Serena P. That is, was the one takeaway. Like, he met her wearing like some Billy and Chuck jeans. Um, remember Billy and Chuck? He popped up wearing like some khaki, um, late blue jeans, and I had not seen them since, um, the very, uh, poorly aged, uh, tag team of Billy and Chuck. You know, um, Billy Gunn and Chuck Palumbo way back when. And then Serena's whole date with him was themed around like Canada. Um, had him eating like poutine. Sure. And you know, I don't I, I, like at some point I thought she was like part of the date was gonna be like chugging um maple syrups. It, it definitely looked like it was leaning that way um with all that Canadian shit. 
And I, but yeah, the poutine, I definitely knew from the time I saw all those Canadian flags, like I knew like poutine would be involved. Um, Serena's sister, again, side note for myself, was fine as hell. Um, but things did not go the way um, I thought they would because eventually after having a discussion with her mom and having a discussion with her dad, Serena P actually realized that um, she didn't think that Matt was her person. She didn't think like uh, that was the person that she wanted to spend the rest of her life with. So they, she, she ended up leaving and before the rose ceremony, so at the rose ceremony, like Michelle, um, so Michelle, Rachel, and Bree were all like um, puzzled as to why like she wasn't around, and they saw three roses, but he did end up getting like he ended up giving all of them their three roses, and um, just the one thing he said before he gave him rules is like, I just want to make sure that, you know, you're here for me because I'm here for all of you and blah, 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 and all that bullshit. Um, and the last thing is the next week's episode is like a reunion. Um, it seemed like to me, I don't know if that's something that they usually do. Um, but and yeah, this week is a re- is it's called the women tell all so it's current because Matt is like bald with like a Rick Ross beard now um so i know it's not like something that was filmed like long ago so i'm interested to check that out and hear the talk because obviously all the stuff that happened off the show is now going to be discussed so it'd be great to hear it in that forum and then the following week if not the week after that is when the final episode and the final rose and we find out who he chose this season we already have an idea of who that is but we'll you know see if that's confirmed or denied on that episode final thoughts mike what you got all right so i think um i already established it with my um Actually, hey, surprisingly, um, seven years today, um, I, I met my woman now, and um, you know we don't do anything traditional. Like she's gonna keep her name. We don't. Do, we're not doing any church. We're not doing anything like that. I'm actually that type of guy, but I'm not that type. Of, but um. Yeah, seven years ago today, seven years ago today, I met um, someone I knew already, but then you met someone that you already knew forever, and then you're like, oh, all right, it changes. Um, So I'm going to take this opportunity and just say, um, yeah, that's the the most thing that matters, you know, you know, it's the most thing that matters right now um seven years and if anyone knows anything i bring up before it was the most hectic time it was a very hectic time still is hectic time and if it's too much of a hectic time then that's it then you know i'm just saying like uh i'm i can i can talk 
give me, you know, I can talk. You know, it's, it's also, I thought it was also my show. That's it. That's it. I'm going to talk about any, uh, any subject tonight because we're not going to get married. We're going to get married, but she's going to not take my name. Do all that shit. The whole thing with the gender reveal. Yes, we're not doing that. I'm not doing any of that stuff. And that's it. You know, I'm done. That's it. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, I think we covered. It's over. Yeah. Well, I think we covered everything. Um. In each segment, check out the YouTube channel. Got like a shit ton of content on there now. If you want to watch, go back and watch all of the Bachelor updates. You can go on there and check those out. Um. Or even if you listen to them now, I have like, you know, pictures and um, gifts and stuff like that to make it a little bit more entertaining and give life to the things we've said on there. Um, and anything, like I said, if you got any ideas on the gender reveal thing, we're only going off of what we know and what we've been um learned and others right others wrong you know we're always open to other people's ideas and um you know that's that's part of it you just got to create a, a dialogue and, and start talking to people um but the one thing i will say about everything i believe about um society in general is like even if you don't um accept something you could be respectful of it um, there's a lot of things I see and I'm like, yeah, that's weird to me, blah, blah, blah. but at the same time, like, you know, it, it's, it's not my place to judge. So, you know, that, the, the bachelor, like I said, the whole, the fact that I ran into a whole page on the bachelor and race was, um, something unexpected, but then again, something expected especially when the reason why we started watching following the bachelor this season is because they never had um a black bachelor before but i didn't know about the other little inf incidents also i didn't know the the expansive part of you know the chris harrison thing and why he stepped away from the show and you know uh you know would have loved to have like a big old great conversation about all of that but you know it didn't work out that way but this has been episode 41 of shook me the mooney check us out next week for episode 42 shook me the mooney shook me the mooney shook me the mooney mm -hmm.